Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Trivaltau from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Tennessee are David Pascal, CEO, and Stephanie Haywood, Senior Vice President of Sales and Client Engagement at Entrax. And today we're going to be talking about contract management in healthcare. First, David, Stephanie, thanks for taking time out of your morning to talk to us today. Happy to be here, Adam. Thanks, Adam. We're excited to be here. Glad to have you both. Um, David, let's start with you. Um, and we're going to be talking about contracts and more specifically lifecycle management. Why is contract lifecycle management crucial for healthcare organizations these days? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, well, it's a critical time for healthcare right now. Um, you know, with staffing issues still plaguing the industry, you know, we have shrinking margins, um, you know, in an ever changing regulatory environment. Uh, there's really never been a more important time to have a, you know, effective contract management program uh, at your organization. Uh, you know, the other thing that we've seen, um, especially through the pandemic, you know, those with high functioning solutions already in place are much better positioned, you know, when transitioning to a re uh, remote work environment. Uh, and we saw many with little to no disruption at all. You know, much of that workforce collaboration is still virtual. Uh, especially in this competitive environment. Well, I, I think one of the things that it was really remarkable to see is how much stuff was able to transition so quickly. The question will be, how do we transition back? Now, as a follow-up, uh, David, what's the impact of efficient contract management on healthcare organizations? I mean, how, how far-reaching are the effects uh, of having an efficient solution in place? Sure. Well, you know, there's there's many wide-reaching benefits uh, to an efficient contract management solution. We usually see those coming in you know, three main areas. Uh, the first being with efficiency and accuracy. Um, there are you know significant time and resource savings through the streamlining of process and workflow, uh, and this can come from you know, time savings simply just finding a contract uh, or knowing where it what desk it's on in the contracting process, uh, all the way to the benefits of uh, reducing the number of days in contracting. Uh, you know, and that can have a you know a myriad of of, of benefits, even uh, effects on revenue and reimbursement as well. Um, you know, the second, you know, I'd say is cost savings coming you know directly from the organization and transparency of your agreements. These are you know, quick wins when you first roll out a new system uh, and also long-term benefits with, you know, the consistent, you know, standardi standardizing language and process. Uh, adherence to internal policies is always, uh, you know, a big benefit uh, as well. And again, you know, wide reaching. Um, you know, a few examples of these savings are, uh, you know, helping to reduce du duplicative vendors, payments to expired vendors, uh, which we've seen go on for years, uh, and you know, also missed auto renewal uh, benchmarks or you know, language that continues payments uh, when it isn't needed. And you know, the final, in many cases, uh, the greatest benefit is risk mitigation. You know, healthy contracting and reporting, it's critical uh, to any healthcare compliance program, and the security that's provided uh, will ensure that you know, your information is is only available to those with permission uh, to see and edit it. So, you know, overall, your contracting solution affects pretty much every department in the organization at some level, uh, and the benefits can be material. 
uh, you know, especially in this this current environment that we're in. So, given all these benefits, which are easy to see, Stephanie, what are some of the biggest challenges facing businesses when it comes to managing contract compliance management? I think, you know, I think Adam, there are several challenges. Um, I would say the first is really within the organization establishing that culture of compliance that includes comprehensive contract management. Oftentimes, when you think about contract management, you think about the um, you know ROI to um, the organization and efficiencies and cost savings, but there's a lot of compliance aspects that are associated with it as well. So you know, working proactively with those business teams to educate them on the importance of Con of adhering to compliance standards as it relates to your contract management system and then far reaching as it re relates to your compliance programs um, can be a challenge. So it's important that when you're talking about contract management and really centralizing that process that you demonstrate the value and the benefit um, across the organization. David just mentioned it has far reaching effects across all departments. And so that's important to really be working with your organizations and your leadership and your your teams to demonstrate that 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 value and benefit and to educate them on it. You know, overall, I think team members want to do the right thing, um, even though they may not fully understand what the impact is to their organization um, or their day to day responsibilities. So with compliance and risk mitigation and finding those efficiencies in process, it's really adding savings to the organization. Um, and it's everyone's responsibility to do so. So, a, you know, a challenge has, is often, you know, making sure that they're seeing the benefit and, and, and educating them on that. That communication is incredibly important. Um, identification of champions is often something key that we work with our partners to do to make sure that they're demonstrating that culture of compliance across the organization and that, that uh, drive that buy-in. It really benefits everyone when you think about it. One of the things that you know happens over time is best practices evolve, and organizations may not realize they're behind in terms of what their processes are. Um, you, you folks have been doing this a long time, seen a lot of changes. You know, what do you think has fundamentally changed the most in terms of best practices in this area? <laughs> well, we've definitely been doing it a long time, Adam, um, probably longer than I'd like to admit, although it's it's almost 20 years. Um, I would say that there's a couple of things that have really um, shifts that we've, fundamental shifts that we've seen. Um, the level of adoption and sophistication um, in which contract, in which organizations are moving towards a centralized contract management um, program has has been widely has been more adopted um i think there's a better understanding of the importance of contract management and that it's not a nice to have it's a necessity within an organization um, it's imperative within an organization to help drive visibility in contracts and in compliance um, to create efficiencies and identify cost savings across the system and we've seen organizations start to understand that over the years and really uh, move in that direction of a more centralized contract management um, process that incorporates compliance elements. Um, I think two organizations are really starting now to look at their CLM systems on how they can work for them. 
So they're spending a lot more time, not just making sure that they have um, visibility into their contracts, but really digging into the data within those agreements. Um, they're looking at their systems to identify cost savings. They're looking at their systems to identify efficiencies in process. Um, they're looking at them to identify ways that they can create additional efficiencies. David spoke a minute ago about, you know, looking at that time and effort and resourceability. Um, you know, can you reduce your number of days in contracting? Do you even know what your number of days in contracting are? Um, do you have the right processes and and policies in place to make sure that you're adhering to regulatory um, and organizational compliance and systems are really moving from just gathering their contracts and storing them in a centralized system to using their system to achieve a lot of the objectives of the organization around cost savings and efficiency um, so that's been a pretty significant shift that we've seen um, over the years and and ultimately you know it benefits um, the organization and it establishes that culture of compliance that you know I spoke about a, a minute ago no I agree Stephanie um, and it's it has been it's been great to watch you know organizations uh, and we could you know we could probably do a, a full segment on the the evolution of CLM uh, but it, it has been it's been great to watch organizations go from you know the real need of you know a static organized contract system where they're able to uh, access those contracts all the way now to you know dynamic process driven um, where efficiency is the goal uh, uh, you know of the organization and the wide-ranging benefits that, that come from all of those so I, I think you hit it right on the head and not every organization is going to have a contract lifecycle management solution um, to store their contracts. For organizations who are doing it, you know, less technologically, where do you recommend they set themselves up for the future? I mean, how can they best position themselves so that they can continue to stay on top of where their contracts are so they don't find themselves in situations like you outlined earlier where they suddenly find that their contracts have expired or that they've been paying someone they didn't need to be paying for several years? Well, you know, I'll, I'll let David weigh in too, but I think it, it starts with the basics. Um, start with, you know, tr tracking key data, effective and expiration dates, um, auto renewal clauses, term without cause clauses. Oftentimes we see organizations that don't have anything really feel like they have to boil the ocean and and try to go all in and we recommend that you know if you're not currently doing something identify what are your biggest pain points what are your biggest challenges and and start there um, so if your biggest pain point is i don't have visibility into my expiration date start working with your organ with your departments to bring you know work with the partner that you trust and bring those contracts into a system and just start getting line of sight um, into that data no, that's right. And, and you know, size, stage of an organization from, you know, small clinics or standalone facilities to um, large health systems. I, I think it's understanding where you are um, and what are the goals of your organization and taking that first step. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, and or, as David mentioned, um, think about the, where you are in, in your organization and, and some are a bit more sophisticated. So if you are 
using a, a contract management system right now and you feel comfortable that you have at least insight into your data, think about other ways that solution can work, work for you. How can you optimize it um, by expanding on the data that you're tracking and reporting out on that information and, and incorporating workflow and things like that to create additional efficiencies? So it can really run the spectrum. Well, and doing it right is important. Just a humorous side note, Sanford and Son was the most popular television show in America when it went off the air. And it went off the air because the production company lost track of the fact that Red Fox's contract was expiring. And another network realized it, approached him. He said, no one's talked to me about renewing. So he ended up signing a contract with them. Uh, obviously, most health systems aren't going to have anything that dramatic, but it's certainly something that makes the argument for taking a disciplined approach to contract lifestyle, uh, life cycle management. Well, uh, David, Stephanie, thank you for sharing these insights with us today. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Chirtletaub from SCC and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.